everyone welcome to another episode of the cool african women podcast my name is jasmine i'm your host and today i have an amazing guest who i'm so excited about honestly i'm so excited about a lot of my guests because they're just so cool (laughs) but she is like so creative and she has this amazing youtube channel and like i really enjoy like her vlogs because i think they're so calming but at the same time so entertaining and like she edits so well and aside from that like she's also also manages to do this while having like a nine to five and I just feel really inspired by her because like she's in my head like the epitome of like a modern creative person because you might you're doing something that you enjoy for your career but you're also like managing to have time to like express your creativity and I find that so beautiful so my guest today is Hannah hi Hannah how are you oh, hi thank you <laughs> How are you doing? (laughs) Good, good, thank you. Um, So for everyone who maybe doesn't know you or hasn't watched your channel um, or doesn't follow you on Instagram, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so I'm Hannah. I have a YouTube channel um, called Hannah Elmi, which is my name. But um, I do a bit of like, I wouldn't say it sounds so cringe when people say, oh my gosh, I'm a YouTuber, <laughs> but I just like make videos or create content on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I've always wanted to do. But um, I don't know, as like, you know, having African parents or like proper traditional parents, they wanted to get like a proper job, yeah. you know? So I pushed it back until like I graduated. So I went to uni and I did dental technology. Wow. So I'm in like the dental field, but I'm not a dental technician. I was just there. I graduated and I was there like, mm, I don't want to do this <laughs> anymore. So <laughs> I'm still in the field. I'm dental knitting right now. But then I also like create content on YouTube when like, you know, I have a spare time or just like on the side. Mm. And I don't know. I just thought about it. I was like, I look at like celebrities or like people in that type of industry and like say like, for example, like a singer they'll also act or they'll be like in the fashion industry and I don't know I just thought why just like put ourselves into like one category and just stick to that like it gets quite boring so like if you have a hobby find a way to like use it be creative and don't just label yourself as your nine-to-five job like that's the most depressing thing you can do unless you enjoy it like if you just want to be that then that's absolutely fine but like explore and see what you like and then maybe that could turn out to be something amazing where it may become your full-time job but I just thought do it I, I like to make videos I like creating stuff where like growing up I remember everyone honestly just telling me just put the phone down <laughs> or put the camera down I I love capturing moments or just like making small like short videos and just being like oh we look back in about a year or two and be like oh that's what we were doing or remembering the memories and yeah. stuff and in a way, for me, it was about, like, God forbid, but, like, if something happened to my memory, I want to look back and be like, wow, I had a good Aww. life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it definitely does come across um, how natural it is for, um, in your videos, um, how, like, creating yeah. videos and, like, creativity in general 
it feels so natural when watching your videos because I don't know like sometimes like you watch some videos and you're like I don't know this just feels like forced or like too artsy or too like I don't know it feels like they're acting but in your videos it's just natural um what video did I watch recently I think I watched one of you and your sisters and honestly I just couldn't stop laughing (laughs) because like it was just like I was just hanging out with people I knew and like you really have that like talent for it and I think that's amazing um and it's also so Uh, cool what you said um and this like idea of like not limiting yourself and allowing yourself to create and allowing yourself to do things that you're interested in um when did you finally I know you've spoken about it briefly and you said that you waited until you graduated before you could start um making videos but when um when did you start and like when what kind of like pushed you I know you said graduation was the thing because you didn't want to you didn't want anything to kind of like be a distraction while you were getting your degree but like what was the final push for me it was mm-hmm. I made a lot of like YouTube channels before like when I was in high school in college and oh. then I would delete them and then I would put up like a video but then put it on private and then no one would see so <laughs> it was finally in I think 20 it was 2019 May 2019 I thought mm. you know what like I used to watch a lot of people like when they were like small YouTubers and then see their growth and be like well I'm sitting here like oh my gosh I remember when so-and-so was like you know when they had like this amount of subscribers or wow like they're traveling they're doing this and I was sitting there like I can do it myself like if you can vision it for someone else you need to vision it for yourself and it may take you longer than the other person but as long as you still have that passion for it then just do it and that's the beat about like making videos and uploading it on YouTube when you feel like filming you film you make you like you create content and then when you're not up for it you don't want to force yourself you don't want to yeah. make something that's not authentic to you so you stop that well that's what I do so it was in 2019 where I thought because I went through a mm. period where like I was so into my fitness and I had like a massive weight loss journey and um, and that was one thing I wish I did. Like, I remember making the video and I was like, my YouTube channel was going to be about just fitness <laughs> and about, like, healthcare and stuff, which I'm still passionate about. Well, COVID, like, you know, pausing it at the moment. But <laughs> um, I thought, why not? Because I don't really see when it comes to, like, the fitness world or the industry, you don't really yeah. see, like, especially, like, hijabis or, like, yeah. Muslim yeah. fitness gurus in a way you just see a lot of even like when it comes to black we're very limited but then I yeah. thought maybe I could be like you know that um that one person that opened the door to it but afterwards I yeah. realized I can still make my fitness and health and like well-being videos while I make other content but my, the whole aim for making that YouTube um channel was to um like start my weight loss journey um but then I realized it was too Mm. late because I've already lost about like two and a half stones and then it was just like the after so it didn't make sense to just focus on that bit and then I just thought just make it because my YouTube channel was called Hannah Elmi Fit or something or fitness and then that kind of like again limits you to what kind of content you make where I just wanted to make like videos with my sisters Mm. fashion videos vlogging Until I I said to myself, until I find like my niche and what works for me exactly, then I'm just going to keep creating different types of videos. Because then like your audience also like expands as well. You're not just focused on 
like people that just yeah. are interested in the fitness and health industry won't watch you you have like people that enjoy vlogging people that enjoy like fashion so just the way I yeah. thought about it was like find a way to show all like all sides to myself and that's what YouTube does for you yeah um I also think like um because a lot of t- a lot of the time people are always like oh what's your niche um you should know what your niche is and all of that and sometimes I oh. find that quite limiting and also quite difficult just because like I also think like you as a person yeah. is your niche like yeah. no one else is like you so no one's going to do anything yeah. exactly like you but I'm very inspired by the fact that you don't limit yourself and I think that's a very important lesson like yeah. a lot of people need to learn as like because I think like you're not just um I don't know you know how like people have different aesthetics and like people know you as one aesthetic and then you feel the pressure even when yeah you don't even want to be that or like that's not just you or you don't feel like that every day so I think it's also really important to just like allow yourself to be rather than like constantly limiting yourself that's so cool and I am so inspired by that um can we talk a little bit about like I don't know content creation as like a Muslim woman as like um, a hijabi woman um no yeah uh, sorry did I say that properly (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry um so I just because it's quite difficult because like there's I don't know like in terms of like visibility especially with content creation I don't know how specifically how like YouTube works but I have an idea of Instagram there's I don't you're sometimes um as a content like you see like maybe specific women like being I don't know almost like pushed more but like their content almost pushed more by the like it can be Instagram it can be Twitter it can be whatever whereas like you see like other creators who work so hard and like some might even say a little bit more and like they're not getting the same level of exposure yeah like so what's that like and like have you figured out a way to navigate it I just thought well it's very apparent and it's honestly it's there you see it with um like when you start watching two people like one's black one's white you see the growth in one of them more than the other and you can tell it's because of color or and it's because of the the audience like the way it's not even about oh who watches you it's how YouTube is built and who it pushes more than the other if that makes sense so um I feel like if you're authentic and you know yourself it's hard honestly but as long as you know who you are and you're not like pressured by changing yourself just to fit in and to seem more like exclusive to everyone then it will work out in the yeah. long run because if you just like go I don't know how to say it but like if you just fall into it and just think oh because of this whole new trend and because if I act this way or if I make this type of videos then I will get more audience you may but you may not last as long as you would if you were true to yourself if that makes sense but um yeah it, even when it comes to like making content and stuff you're limited unless you're more like creative with how to like overcome it so like when it comes to say like if I want to do a fashion haul there's like trends where like yeah this type of brand like is like currently trending on YouTube where a lot of people are making certain hauls for that type of brand but then the brand um 
the clothes that they make is not for like Muslim, not even for Muslim women, but like it's not modern and it's not like it doesn't represent you. But then you want to fall into it and like, you know, make sure that you're in with the trend, if that makes sense. And But then that stops you because of like your beliefs and how you dress. So a lot of the trends does yeah. limit you because it's mostly towards like, I don't know how to wear that, but like the white audience. <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah you just have to find a way to be more creative so like say if I'm doing a fashion haul or if I'm making a vlog vlogs are more easier but because it's more you like that's what I enjoy about vlogging I enjoy more vlogging and having um like when I sit now like I have a book where I write down what types of videos I want to make um film and then mine is mostly like vlogging yeah. or um, fashion hauls. But with fashion hauls, you have to make sure that the type of clothes that you use in your videos are modern. And like they're, they're modern and also there's a bit of modesty there as well. Because you will get comments where you're like, oh my gosh, you're showing too much yeah. skin. Or you, the clothes you're wearing show too much of your like your physique or whatever. Or even the way I wear my scarf sometimes or hijab. Like, I will get comments, it's like, oh, why are you showing too much hair? And you're not going to please everyone, you're not going to make everyone happy, and that's something that you have to realise. And I also, like, I had to, like, tell myself, I've put myself out there, so I'm going to get certain comments, I'm going to have to, like, you know, allow that to happen, because I have allowed other people to comment on how I dress, what I say, and it's something that you're, you have to, you can't be defensive every time you see a, like, a negative comment. So you you have to look out for those type of comments as yeah. well. And like the content that you make may not be for everyone, but if you're happy and you're you're making one person happy or you get that one comment where it's like, oh my gosh, I loved how you styled this or I loved your vlog. That's honestly, like I told myself, if I get one comment like that, I'm done. Like I'm happy, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um you've touched on it a little bit you just touched on it a little bit but um you were talking about criticism I know like criticism on the internet is like rife regardless of like what platform you're using yeah but I think like criticism on YouTube is so intense sometimes I'll watch a video and I'll see the comments and I'm just like oh my god you guys are going in honestly and I'm just like this poor person oh I know (laughs) but how do you how like how do you manage that without it affecting your self-esteem too much and like just like making sure like your mental health is in a space that it's like able to withstand like those comments because like Honestly, sometimes it's not even targeted towards me. I just see a comment and that can completely uh, throw me off the entire day. No, so I can't this, imagine um, what it must YouTube be like. YouTube this thing where like if it's like a hate or negative comment, it doesn't show it to the public, but you see it yourself. So like it hides it. So that's even worse. Oh my God. <laughs> that's so worse. Like, yeah. like, these comments, like, no one else can see but yourself. And you're sitting there like, wow, but how do you know? Like, why would you say such thing? But for me, I'm like, they don't know me so it's okay like you can make your assumptions about me you can say whatever you want but it's I don't know I used to find it so funny even till now I'm like oh it's okay it's not that deep it's fine (laughs) it depends it depends (laughs) on what kind of person you are if it gets to you then you need to take time out for yourself 
but like for me the way I deal with it like Mm. I I see everything as like banter in a way like I don't take it to heart like it's fine you don't really know me and what I show is what you think you know of me and it's okay so it's 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 okay it's fine (laughs) yeah I think that's such a healthy way to look at it um just because like if you I don't know if you take it if you internalize it and you take it too personally that could really affect you and like sometimes but I feel like it's like a fine like I don't know it's like a balancing act just because yeah some I feel like we're all human beings at the end of the day and at some point it's gonna get to you so I just feel like people should take some time out and from like looking at it and I know like that's such like uh, I don't know people don't like when you say that oh because my gosh. they're like oh so you oh think you're so God. famous no now. it's when they come for like the way <laughs> like your the way you look like I remember this there's so many comments that like have just stuck with me and this wasn't even I had a YouTube channel with my other friend with one of my friends um like a few years ago and we just used to mm-hmm. make like a lot of reaction videos like music reactions and that and um it was so funny like they were rude they were brutal and it's like I think four years now and it's just the stuff that they say like they they call you like oh oh, I can't even say it but it's it's funny it's like they they go for you they went for like my accent it's it's I know oh my god what (laughs) no but like what's wrong with your accent and they're like oh you posh so and so it's like I'm not even posh and they get like you know it's like the fans of the artist like that's the whole point of a reaction it's like it's not that deep it's uh, fine yeah 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 it's not that serious yeah but that's such a healthy way to look at it because like you kind of like you're not taking a personal yeah. and I feel like that's the most important thing you can do just because oh, then, if you yeah. decided you to take the personal win. then yeah yeah, yeah that could, yeah. you just spiral yeah exactly um do you have any advice um for like actually Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk a little bit about your like career so like you work in like the dental field um do you have any advice for um someone who maybe is looking to go to that or just like someone who's like in the medical field just because I know like notoriously it's like quite a hard like space for a lot of like black people and black women and um to kind of like get Um, into so do you have any advice to do dentistry please do because I've been in like I've went and did dental technology in uni for three years and then I didn't do it like I didn't I'm not a dental technician but I have like the qualifications for it and then now I work in a dental practice and it's been I think five years and I have not seen one one black dentist not even a woman just like man just anyone that's black I have not seen honestly and they talk about it in wow I live in Cardiff um like in Cardiff uni they say maybe there's like one or two dental students but I have never seen never so anyone that wants to do it please like you know there's there's a space for you here and we need you so (laughs) (laughs) oh um can we just talk about that for a second just like working I don't know what growing up for you was like 
but like just working or being in a, a predominantly white space like how have you found yourself or like what was your journey to finding um, yourself and being okay well I you started my got my first job when I was in uni just before I started uni and I just worked in retail so it wasn't too bad you did get one or two comments about like you know just ignorant stuff and again like you can't be mad yeah. like you don't you can't let I this is now I realize this before I used to have this thing where like I need to educate people like what they're saying is wrong but you're going to come across so many different types of people with different views on so many things and you can't be there like being their teachers like it's up to them to educate themselves some people choose to be ignorant by choice and that's something that yeah. honestly I recently just realized and yeah I've told myself they make comments because they're either ignorant or they cho- they choose to be ignorant on purpose. And even till now, like the places where, like you know, I work and stuff, they make comments where, you know, like how they would talk if they wasn't surrounded by people of color or people of like you know different re- not race but like religion and stuff. They would talk as if they're with their friends, and it's down yeah. to the workplace to like yeah put in place um like I don't know like educating people about like working environments and about certain things that you shouldn't talk about like I've had so many stuff like as you have to I don't know I say to my friends like it's the it's the thing that we get for being a minority like even though when it comes to like the medical field or like dental field and stuff like that you get a lot of people like people of color but it's it's something that we have to sacrifice when it comes to working, being the minority. So they'll make certain comments about yeah. races or religions or like stuff like that. And you just have to like bite your lips because then again, especially being a black woman, you don't want to be seen as that, like, you know, the stereotypical, oh, yeah, yeah, like, like I get comments. Angry like, black woman, yeah. And oh. Say, oh, well, that's wrong or... Um, I had one incident where it was about when the whole Black Lives Matter was happening. Um, she was just basically one of the one of my colleagues was just there talking about how, um, like you know, she's pro Trump and she doesn't give. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just there like, you can't say oh, that. And, she, and then she was like, what What do you know about Black Lives? Like, what do you know about it? And I was there like, I laughed. I was like, I'm a black person, <laughs> honestly. Oh, wait what <laughs> oh stop and then she had the audacity to be like oh you're so sensitive you feel like um you need to have an opinion on so many things and that's when I realized no like these people no matter what I say to them they're gonna have their own views they will not change and it's okay you just have to be the bigger person and I hate it I really hate being the bigger person when it comes to like you know stuff like that because you, you're not being a bigger person it's a way for them to shut you up like like it's just they're like oh like someone would say something to me and I'd yeah. be like oh my gosh I can't believe they said that and then it's like oh Han don't let it get to you but if it was the other way around <laughs> yeah if it was the other way around it would be I don't know like I feel like because I'm yeah. gonna start like a full-time like career job in September and I've just been talking to like loads of black women that I know who've had like really long careers and like I'm very lucky to have a mentor and stuff like that and honestly like I'm just I'm (laughs) I'm already tired but I'm already tired (laughs) because like (laughs) 
<laughs> I've listened to their experiences and I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. So I have like a, I'm going to have a difficult job, but I'm also ha- going to have a lot of this on top of me. And honestly, like, I just want to say it, like mm-hmm. whoever's listening, but like, if you're a young black person, something that I didn't do early yeah. enough was oh be gosh. okay with taking up space. Like I'm a person who yes. I'm literally yes. allowed to take up space and it's okay. Like I've minimized myself. Oh. I've minimized oh. like the way I speak. I've minimized my culture. I've minimized so many aspects of myself just to be, the thing is like, what's so funny and like what you realize after doing all of this is like the, after you've minimized and made all these like I don't know like you've made all these adjustments to make yourself more quote-unquote palatable Mm -mm. you're still not like palatable enough so it's like I've changed so much about myself just so you're comfortable but I'm still not like even cutting it I'm (laughs) done like not pleasing but like I'm so done trying to like make other people feel okay or feel comfortable where I'm not made to feel comfortable wherever I go so it's not my place it's not my job to do such thing yeah oh but um what was it you said something about um the whole like not limited to yourself but like trying to like brush yourself so that you can seem like the the way you articulate yourself and how you carry yourself I honestly I've been doing it and I'm like hold on a minute that's not who I am and then even now before I was like you know trying to like yeah clean myself up or how I speak and how I um like just being more like professional like you know quotes and stuff No, but can I just can I just also say like especially yeah. in the UK, oh, professional yeah. is yes. like quote for white. I'm sorry. Whenever anyone is like, I just don't think you're Mm-mm. professional enough. Trust yeah. me, they're like you saying like, I just don't think you're white enough. Because the thing is like, you can be so professional, so educated, so prepared, oh, but if something no. about you just you're not isn't like white no. enough, Mm-mm. it's like, like oh, no, like, sorry, you're not to, professional. Like, like, think, why would people pick on what I say? Like, say like even now when we're talking, and I like I agree with you, but like I go, oh, like yes or damn, they're like, oh my gosh, like wow and then like they'll copy me and I'll be sitting there like but why or they'll laugh and I'm there and they're like this is how I speak like what's wrong with it and then um what was it one of the one of my yeah. colleagues before were like oh um you when you agree with people you go mm-hmm like do like that typical like stereotype and I was like I I don't do it at work I do it at home when I'm not like you know yeah in my workplace but even like when I wasn't doing that, like I had colleagues that were trying to like, again, air quotes, trying to act black just because I was a black person in work. And I, I just used to stop them like, I don't act like yeah. that. So why, why do you like the word, like the words like bruv or walk in a certain way or my G I'm like, I don't talk like that. So why do you have to? So it's, they try to make you feel welcome by acting like you, if that makes sense, but then you don't act like that. And then you're trying to like, like not limit yourself, but like trying to, again, act more professional so that then you seem more approachable, if that makes sense. Oh, no. When it comes to workplace and, yeah. you know, being yeah. a person of colour, it's hard. It, it, it's hard. And you just, when you leave, when I leave work, I'm there like wow yeah like you're having a Hannah Montana moment where you're just sitting there like wow yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, now I can be my real self 
um I've, i kind of yeah. wish like it, because we're talking about it i'm just gonna try and give advice to like anyone who's younger and like because mm-hmm. i went so growing up i did quite a few internships so i kind of got exposed to like the workplace quite early and I feel like if you're going into a workplace when you're about like 16 17 18 you haven't really figured yourself out and I feel like I'm quite lucky like in the sense that my family really protected me from like racism like to the point where like I didn't realize so many things were racism until I got older because my family were very like good at kind of like I don't know um yeah and for I didn't making me know like my worth and like so I just whoever you are like as young as you are like don't I just I don't know just know like it's okay to take up space that's like one thing I keep saying it's so fine to take up space like and please wear your hair how you want to wear your hair like Mm -hmm. just yeah just wear your hair how you want it honestly just be you and don't like everyone can and catch don't up limit you. yourself you don't need to yeah. change yourself mm-hmm. to make yourself better like quote unquote better yeah and don't limit no. yourself and don't let anyone tell you that something isn't for you like if yeah or like they didn't, no you, I agree if I you have know. the qualifications yeah. if you like, ask for that raise don't think oh just because I've been here for this amount of years or this person that, that's a senior doesn't have or it's not on the same um wages me, as me don't feel like you have to limit yourself or be like, oh, I don't, I'm not deserving of that wage or that title. Just do it. Get what you want. You, you're going to make people mad anyway, no matter what you do. They, yeah, you being there, a person of colour, no matter no what, matter. You're, you're making them mad because some people have that thought that, oh, you're taking up my place, but you're not. You worked for it. You, you're deserving of it. Do your yeah. thing and don't let other people tell you what you're worth and what yeah. you're not worth. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And also, just like if you can, as a no, young person. <laughs> sorry, I know like I'm meant to be interviewing Hannah, but like this topic, yeah. like <laughs> it's really struck a chord with me. If as a young person oh. try oh. to figure out what imposter syndrome is and try to deal mm-hmm. with it before because if you have imposter syndrome when you go to like you might be the smartest most intelligent most deserving person if you haven't figured out how to deal with your imposter syndrome nothing will ever be worth it like you will never feel like you deserve anything and that is a trap that mentality is a trap and honestly it's a trap that holds so many people back because no one can convince you anyone of like how worthy they are (laughs) if they don't believe it themselves so honestly just (laughs) try try to like just don't let anyone like bring you down um this is like bringing back so many memories so I'm like super like if you can just try everything you're saying I agree don't let anyone bring you down (laughs) I wish I was given that advice when I was younger Nah, it, it's it's nice, like me too, honestly. Like trying to fight that, or um, like what's the word, like unlearning that now. But if like when you're given that advice when you're younger, you know about it rather yeah. than being like, oh, is that what I have? I never knew what it was, but I knew I had it. Like when I found out about it, I was like, wow, that's me. <laughs> I wish I knew earlier. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah that was me like I remember like I read randomly read an article about it and I was just like does this person know me because they're writing about my life (laughs) it was like so spot on and like um I just think that's a really like important thing to let go of okay so you mentioned that even though you've been working where you work now for Mm. about five years um well um you're the only black person in that practice I am yeah so I don't know about you but a lot of the time when I'm the only black person in a space I give myself this responsibility (gasps) that no one no one is even giving me this responsibility but I'm just like no you have to do this yeah I like feel like I'm the face (laughs) for black people everywhere oh my gosh the way you carry yourself the amount of <laughs> that you do, I feel like we over it's so true no we overwork we do more than what's expected of us just so that we don't seem lazy or like not worthy of our yeah. work basically and then how you talk yeah how you um treat certain people it's we are the face of our race it's like, or our color because it when it comes to like white people you get one experience yeah. with white, like a white person. You're not going to go around being like, oh, all white people are bad. But then when it comes to, when it's the other way around, it's like, I've had one experience with a black person. That yeah. means every black person's bad. So there's that pressure. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oof. It's just like that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have like any advice? So aside from like stuff that we've already covered, do you have any advice for anyone? Yeah. So just kind of like let go of that. Cause like, I feel like it's a journey to like yep. realizing that you're just one person and you're allowed to make mistakes and it's a job, yeah. you're, even though you're paid, but you're also there to learn and get better. So do you have any advice for kind of like letting go of that? Like, I don't know, strive. Cause I feel like this is, a black thing mm, especially this is yeah. one of the reasons why I think like the yeah, term black yeah. excellence um, even though I love it is kind of problematic yeah I think yeah because, I agree like, as well but especially as black women. like um like career or having a passion if it's not for you don't do it I feel like especially because of our culture or like our tradition and having like African parents coming here and then being like oh I have to make something for myself or for my family we work extra hard to get good like paying jobs if that makes sense but we ignore the creative side yeah. it's always like oh become a doctor become this and become that but if you're not into it if you're not passionate for it don't force yourself if it's not for you leave mm. it find something else and aside from career when it comes to like hobbies and creative side explore that as young as you can explore it and maybe you will find like especially how things yeah. are going now the word like the weirdest hobby becomes a job and then that becomes your lifestyle and how you make money so start young if it's not for you leave it and never feel like never feel like you're taking up someone's space if you're working towards it and you're there do as much as you can to be greater to reach and especially when it comes to goals and stuff don't make them small make it as big as you want it to be and again just don't limit yourself believe in yourself oh that's so true and I I feel like every single person says it it's so funny the older I get like even 
everyone used to be like believe in yourself like you can do it oh, like sure, when yeah. I was younger and I used to be like yeah yeah whatever but now like yeah. I see the importance because like if no, you don't believe no. in yourself genuinely no one's gonna believe in you and like how you teach people to how you treat yes. yourself is essentially yeah. how you teach people to treat you so you yep. just have to like have confidence in I love that it. no that's fine oh, this has been amazing <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much <laughs> okay so of course I have every past every episode on what is your favorite thing about being a black woman about being an African um, woman about being a Somali woman I don't know we have this power and I know when it comes to like like the media or certain things we're portrayed as something negative but we're so empowering we're we I I really hate using this word but we're stronger than we seem like we we unite we're there for each other we have so many things when it comes to our culture yeah there's so many different things and we like to like we explore we don't limit ourselves and that's what I love about just being a black African woman yeah we have so much for us going on that we're now just learning to like step into like our true selves and not being limited so I don't know I just love being black yes (laughs) I love that so much I absolutely love it and I completely agree I'm so 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 like proud to be black I'm so proud to be an African woman I'm so proud to be Nigerian and I'm so proud to be part of like this large community of people who I think the fact that you won't know a black woman but like if you see a black woman anywhere it's like instant solidarity because you know like no matter what we've got each other yeah and I think that's so beautiful and I hope we never lose it thank you so so much for being part of this episode it's been amazing speaking to you but before we end I just wanted you so, to oh, tell thank everyone you again, where, where but you we can, can find, find me you. on YouTube just Hannah Elmi so it's just H-A-N-A-E-L-M-I and then on Instagram I'm Hannah Elms so it's just Hannah and then Elmi without the I and double S but yeah you can find me either on instagram or youtube but thank you guys for listening and thank you jasmine (laughs) thank you so much um um, we really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you enjoyed don't forget to follow us subscribe share us with everyone who you think might be interested and all our information and hannah's will be in the description so don't forget to follow us on social for updates and see you next monday for our next episode thank you so much (laughs) and have a great day Bye. Bye, everyone.